a podcast made by Watford fans, fans for Watford fans from the rookery end. They're from the rookery end short. My name is John, with his Mike. Hello. We're here with Hio uh, from the Tuesday Tuesday Club. Yeah. Tuesday Club. It's an Arsenal podcast. Hi, you're an Arsenal fan. I am an Arsenal fan. Are you happy Arsenal fan? I'm a ha- I'm happier than most Arsenal fans. I'm a bit more of a kind of. I can't get myself bent out of shape about stuff, really. Do you know what I mean? And 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 and, and we'll talk about this in a sec. But I can hear myself. If I still stood here in front of you and moaned, then I could hear the world's smallest violins and like the most, you know, the the, the, the self entitled top four fan complaining about first world problems. I'm very much aware of that. Anyway, whether I was talking to you or not, so I'm happy enough. I mean, you know, Olympiacos was was horrible. It keeps happening. There's a amount of deja vu with some of our performances and how we're always two players short. But you know, the last game, the last outing out, we destroyed Man United, and so. It's never that bad. We, we should quantify Teo's presence with us today a little bit more. So he's not just here because he's mates with Alan Davis. Much more <laughs> important than that. Is, your, is she your wife now? No, she's uh, still a fiance. It depends on. Uh, it's depending on uh, the home and away result. So listeners to the Tuesday Club will know who we're referring to. The Hornet. You're basically your household is half Arsenal, half Watford, isn't it? So how, how what's that like? Well, it's brilliant. Um, for 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 a long time, when we met, first of all, it was great to have like another half who cared about football, and then to hear that she's properly into football. Because Nadine, I should say, her dad is a massive Watford fan and has turned her into one as well. Because part of Arsenal's like kind of work, Nadine was like kind of very supportive until we got to the top league, and now she's just very busily concerned with uh, what's going on with you lot. It's good to be able to have a Soccer Saturday on without anyone asking you to turn it off, and it's good. It's quite good to someone else saying what time's match of the day on. It's like, you know, so, so I feel like I'm winning on that front. And, and up until now, you've probably been able to look at Watford and, and Nadine's interest in Watford with a sort of, sort of vaguely amused curiosity, I suppose, because you don't have to worry about us, but we're speaking before Watford-Arsenal. You're playing us today, mate. As a supporter of Arsenal, how do you view someone like Watford? If you could take... Imagine uh, Nadine's not going to hear this, so be brutally honest. Wait, I mean, it is really interesting, and it is only slightly tongue-in-cheek when you say you do... You know, you view it... I can enjoy Watford because Watford are not perceived as a direct... And I, I, I apologise. It's the last time I'm going to apologise, right? But Watford are not a direct perceived direct threat to Arsenal. They, that much is clear. So I can enjoy... Watford I can enjoy in a slightly patronizing big club way that you know my girlfriend's team I can enjoy Watford because having come up here a few times and had a great time here had we had one of my best footballing experiences let alone Arsenal experiences up here in the playoff semi-final um, then I can actually enjoy the team and enjoy the way you play and enjoy actually a pressure-free football watching because I want Watford to win. Of course I do whenever I'm watching, but it doesn't ruin my weekend and make me avoid all the papers and go into Mugabe media lockdown <laughs> if Watford lose. You play great football. It's a great ground to come to. The fans have been great. The people that I've met through Watford, like yourselves, like Adam Leventhal, like... Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> like, uh, you know, high-fiving with Harry the Hornet, catching... Um, Whose gloves did I get at the end of? Um, I got Almunia's gloves chucked into. I, I gave them, by the way, to my girlfriend and her dad because, like, such Watford memorabilia deserves to be in better hands. So, look, I can enjoy watching Watford. The football's good and it's not a direct threat until today. Just briefly, though, let's talk about the, the guys you do the Arsenal podcast with, and they, they haven't got the connection that you have with Watford. What would they think? Would they be, even, would they be dismissive about a club like Watford, or they can. 
such an established Premier League like team like Arsenal, you've got your own 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 concerns that we've seen over the last week with the AGM. But do you lose? Is it easy to lose sight as a as an established European Premier League challenging team about what it's like to be almost like a normal club like like Watford? The scale of importance is the same whatever team you support, right? I also go and watch. You know, where I grew up is kind of. I, I couldn't tell a Dulwich Hamlet fan when they played the Metropolitan Police the other day that their game is any less important than than my game against Bayern Munich on on Tuesday. So so I know what you mean, and I often think that some of Arsenal fans, the sense of entitlement that goes around Arsenal fans, should hear yourself, stand away from yourselves, and hear yourselves. The reason why I got into football, the reason why I still go to football, mostly is because I go with my mates, and I, and I like to watch. And we've been really really lucky for the last. 20 years to watch incredible football. Before that, it wasn't that bad anyway. You get to worship people like you know Ian Wright and Dennis Bergkamp and, 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 and Rocky Rowcastle and Michael Thomas and Paul Davis. So it's just a case of a little bit of perspective. It is the same wherever you stand. And that's really important as a football fan, you know, because the, the things that football fans are into are universal. We all wanted a Jimmy Glass moment, much as though I think Teddy Sheringham is the Antichrist and the worst person to have ever lived. <laughs> Then that moment in '99 when they did that, you know, you want that yourself as a football fan. And then, as I mentioned before, to actually be here in the ground when Knockart missed and Dini scored right in front of us in the rookery end, you want that as a fan of anything. It's universal. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter who you support. But with social media, there's a lot of football fans out there who talk a lot of rubbish. Let's say to put it really simply, that's annoying. To have to be, to have to see it, to have to hear it—that's the wrong thing about football, isn't it? Everyone's a critic. It's easy to do it from behind. I'm, I'm, I was pulling up someone the other day, um, who one player apologised for scoring an own goal or something. The first reaction on Twitter underneath it is, "Yeah, but what were you thinking?" It's like you're almost. Social media brings you the good and bad of it. Social media brings you far too close to people who have enjoyed you know you enjoy a bit of distance from people kind of in the old days and and you don't kind of miss that you don't know how good that was until you can be up in someone's face you know similarly in any small way somebody can make a comment about the podcast people think they know you a lot better than they do because they either listen to you or because they're one at acting away from you on twitter or finding you um, equally, anyone with a mobile phone is a journalist, anyone with a Twitter account is a critic. It's just kind of the way it is. You can switch off the noise, but then, you know, I used to go to, until they put a block on it, I used to, whenever we used to beat Man United, I used to go, you know, we all do it. I'm sure you used to do a Luton thing. You know, you go onto the Man United forum and watch, like, the kind of weeping and the violins come out there, and it's brilliant, you know. The fact that these people have got, that people have got a voice... Is, is interesting to a degree, but there is too much noise around the game, which, by the way, we contribute to with our podcast and so on. But I like to think that we, as the Tuesday Club, are fairly level-headed. And I'm sure you'd say the same for the rookery end. So we're surrounded by a lot of Watford fans. You're in, you're in enemy lines here, kind of like in enemy lines. You're a friendly, uh, friendly foe, if that even makes sense. What advice can you give to Watford supporters at the start of... We're still kind of at the start, what, we're eight, eight, nine games into the Premier League season... What advice can you give to the Watford fans out there to make sure we enjoy this season, whatever happens? Do you know what? I, th- I, I, I haven't got any advice to give you because I've got. A, I reckon that you probably know how to enjoy. For what we've talked about before, I think you don't know how to enjoy it properly anyway. Um, every time I've come and every time I've sat in the rookery end, um, there's a bunch of like 
little urchins, like a couple of rows from the behind the goal, always giving it there. You don't see that at Arsenal. You don't see a bunch of 17, 18, 19 year olds, 15, 16, 17 year olds at the game because frankly you can't afford it. You don't get a bunch of lads at the game in a way that you used to. So, you know, Arsenal is a kind of was a corporate entity and so on. So I would I'd, I'd say it the other way around. I reckon you lot, when you lot come to our grounds, you'll probably show us how to enjoy it. So I've got no advice to give you on how to enjoy the season. You've done it before, you'll stay in it this time. Just drink in the football, take the money, buy some good players and keep on supporting your club, you know what I mean, which you do anyway. Uh, what, how are Watford going to do this year? Uh, I think you'll stay up, not because, well, you're not, you're not letting any, you're not, let, you're not at the moment letting in any goals, which, 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 is, which is key. I think there's three teams worse than you and even though Deeney's playing a really interesting role, um, different from what he did before and you know, providing, creating space rather than scoring at the moment. If he can start joining Igalo on the score sheet, then I think you'll be comfortable. I hope so too as well, just for a bit of peace of mind at home. <laughs>